welcome to the Positive Health Vibes podcast, a series of fun, upbeat health, nutrition, and fitness chats. I'm your host, Shantae Allen, a certified fitness nutrition specialist and Pilates instructor. And today's topic is vitamin D, having just enough fun in the sun. Well, hello spring. Oh yeah, it's springtime and summer will be here before you know it. The sun's out and most people are out enjoying warm weather activities. A nice long walk around the neighborhood, the beach, local park, or a miles long hike in the mountains. Relaxing boat crews, paddling in a kayak, playing tennis, working in the garden. There's a lot of fun things to do when there's sunshine, just as long as you're not getting too much of those sun rays. By now, most people know that it's not a good idea to get too much sun because of the harmful effects of sun rays. And that's why sunscreen or sunblock is applied. And now, most people also know that getting enough sun exposure helps your body absorb vitamin D. So, where do you draw the line? What's enough? How much is too much? The sun gives off three different types of harmful ultraviolet or UV rays, which are a form of natural energy from the sun. Ultraviolet A, B, and C. And of these three, too many of those ultraviolet A and B rays may increase the risk for skin cancer. In addition to sunburn, other skin damaging effects caused by too much ultraviolet radiation are premature aging, which may produce dark spots or give the skin a tight, dry, and leathery appearance, moles and freckling, which are clumps of skin cells with melanin that may or may not be cancerous, cornea eye injuries, blurred vision that might develop into cataracts and even blindness, a weakened immune system, which may result from white blood cells in overdrive from creating new white blood cells to protect the body from the ones destroyed by sunburn, and skin cancer. According to the Skin Cancer Foundation, one in five Americans will develop skin cancer by the age of 70. There are three main types of skin cancer, basal cell carcinoma, squamous cell carcinoma, and melanoma. Basal cell carcinoma is the most common form of skin cancer, which is the abnormal growth of the basal cells. Basal cells are at the base of the epidermis and shed as new cells form. These cells may become cancerous as a result of DNA damage from ultraviolet radiation from the sun and radiation from tanning beds. More than 3 million Americans a year are diagnosed with basal cell carcinoma. This type of cancer can be disfiguring, cause lesions, scars, growths, red patches, oozing, itching, bleeding. Nope, none of that sounds fun. And fortunately, basal cell carcinoma tumor cells rarely spread if detected early and basal cell carcinoma can be treated and cured. Squamous cell carcinoma is another common type of skin cancer that can be treated and cured if detected early. Squamous cells are in the middle and outer layer of the epidermis and shed as new cells form. Once the DNA in squamous cells become cancerous, the cancer can become aggressive and spread to other parts of the body. The skin damaging effects of this cancer are open sores, raised growths, skin that crusts over, itches or bleeds, and thick, scaly red patches. And the third type of skin cancer that results from too much ultraviolet radiation is melanoma. Melanoma develops when the DNA in the melanocyte skin cells in the epidermis becomes cancerous. 
While melanoma skin cancer is less common than basal cell carcinoma and squamous cell carcinoma, it's much more dangerous because it can rapidly spread to other organs if it's not detected and treated at an early stage. What makes melanoma a harder skin cancer for the average person to detect is that 70 to 80% is found on normal looking skin, which is why it's so important to have your skin regularly checked by a dermatologist. Melanoma may cause lesions and skin discoloration in shades of brown, black, white, blue, pink, or red. This type of skin cancer can be deadly if it's not caught and treated early. Fortunately, the five-year survival rate for patients who are being treated early is 99%, so please consider having your skin regularly checked by a dermatologist. There are three other types of melanoma to watch out for. Lentigo maligna, which affects older populations, acral lentiginous melanoma that affects people of color, and nodular melanoma, the most aggressive type of melanoma. So what can you do to help protect your skin from skin cancer and all the other ways too much ultraviolet radiation can damage your skin? Well, the Skin Cancer Foundation recommends doing a monthly skin self-exam and seeing a dermatologist at least once a year. And other things you can do to protect your skin from UV radiation are wearing a hat, like a broad brimmed hat if you have one, and sunglasses. Uh, limit the amount of time you spend in peak sunray time, which is between the hours of 10 a.m. and 2 p.m play in the shade rather than in direct sunlight, wear protective clothing like long sleeve shirts and pants, shield your skin from UV rays that shine through your windows. It's hard for UVB rays to get through your window, but UVA rays can sure shine through. Avoid using tanning beds and know that if you start using a tanning bed before the age of 35, it can increase your risk of melanoma by 75%. And da 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 da, Wear SPF with a sun protection factor of 15 or higher and reapply as often as directed if you're sweating or in and out of the water. The Skin Cancer Foundation recommends using a broad spectrum sunscreen with an SPF of 15 every single day of the week. Yep, not just on special occasions. And if you're going to be outdoors for a while, an SPF of 30 or higher is recommended and you wanna make sure the sunscreen you're using has a Skin Cancer Foundation seal of recommendation. Fair, olive, tan, and dark-complected skin all need sun protection. The fairer the skin, the quicker radiation from the sun or tanning bed is absorbed. No matter what shade of skin you are, be sure to protect it by applying SPF to places like your ears, face, especially the nose and lips. You know they make SPF chapstick, right? Uh, your hands, neck, any spots on your head that doesn't have any hair, arms, legs, feet, yep, protect yourself, block that sun exposure. Well, to an extent, because you know there are health benefits to getting adequate sun exposure. It plays a vital role in increasing the brain's release of serotonin, which is a hormone that helps boost your mood and carry out other bodily functions. Getting enough sun exposure may also help the body's serotonin levels manage the symptoms of seasonal affective disorder, or SAD depression, and according to the World Health Organization, many doctors have recommended UV radiation to treat skin conditions like eczema, acne, jaundice, and psoriasis. And one very essential nutrition health benefit of getting enough sun exposure is vitamin D, thanks to UVB rays. Ultraviolet B or UVB rays help your body make vitamin D. How does that work? Well, the sun's ultraviolet B rays are absorbed by the skin and the skin cells are able to synthesize vitamin D from cholesterol. 
You see, the sunlight is a precursor to vitamin D3, also known as colocosiferol, which is made from 7-dehydrocholesterol, a form of cholesterol in the skin cells. This type of vitamin D3 is a little different from vitamin D2, which is derived from plants. Once the sun's UVB rays penetrate the skin and manufacture vitamin D3, it travels to the liver and then to the kidneys, which turns it into vitamin D, an essential fat-soluble vitamin. Vitamin D is essential for maintaining healthy bones through the absorption of calcium and phosphorus, and a vitamin D deficiency may lead to osteoporosis, the rickets, fractures, prostate cancer, a weakened immune system, depression, and inflammation. However, the right amount of vitamin D may be the remedy. For example, a 2012 study published in the Journal of Immunology found that vitamin D reduced an inflammatory response. In this study, the researchers examined particular mechanisms that vitamin D might act on immune and inflammatory pathways. In their experiment, human white blood cells with varying levels of vitamin D were incubated, then exposed to lipopolysaccharide, or LPS, which is a molecule associated with bacterial cell walls that promotes intense inflammatory responses. The researchers discovered that the cells with no vitamin D in a solution containing 15 nanograms per milliliter of vitamin D produced high levels of cytokines IL-6 and TNF-alpha that are major actors in the inflammatory response. But the cells incubated in 30 nanograms per milliliter of vitamin D or more showed a significantly reduced response to the LPS molecule that promotes an intense inflammatory response. And vitamin D has been linked to improving painful inflammatory diseases like rheumatoid arthritis. Sufficient vitamin D is also associated with enhanced immune system function and reducing the risk of autoimmune disorders like rheumatoid arthritis, Crohn's disease, multiple sclerosis, lupus, and colorectal cancer. Enough vitamin D may reduce the risk of prostate cancer, breast cancer, and also protect the heart and manage conditions like diabetes and helping to regulate glucose levels. And this essential vitamin can help fight depression and enhance muscle strength. So how do you get all these delightful benefits from the sun? How much sun is just enough when more than 40% of Americans have a vitamin D deficiency? According to health and medical experts, five to 10 minutes of sunlight on your skin two to three times a week is enough for fair and light complexions and 15 to 30 minutes for darker complexions. So ask a dermatologist if you have any questions about the right amount of minutes for your skin's complexion and talk to a health or medical professional about whether or not you need to supplement the recommended daily intake of vitamin D you need between the amount you get from sun exposure and through your diet for optimal health. And to protect your skin outside of the sun exposure your skin needs to help make vitamin D, remember to wear a hat and sunglasses, protective clothing, Limit the time you spend in direct sunlight from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. and wear sunscreen with an SPF or 15 or more every day of the week. Hey, what a bright idea! To learn more about the health benefits of getting enough sun and absorbing essential vitamin D, or links to health studies mentioned in this podcast, send an email to Shantae, that's C-H-A-N-T-A-Y, at OceansideNutritionPilates.com. Thanks for listening to the Positive Health Vibes podcast. Tune in weekly and be inspired to enjoy a healthier lifestyle.